Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. Here we are, lucky number 13 as far as our episodes are concerned. And what have we chosen for this one, dear friends? The Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon. From 1980 with a lovely Brooke Shields. Uh, a lovely 14-year-old Brooke Shields. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this movie. Obviously, that's why we watched it. I I knew it existed. I knew of it. I knew there was some controversy surrounding it because she was young. I didn't know quite how young. Yeah. Until you told me. You went, huh, guess hold there. Guess hold there. there. <laughs> and I'm like, 16? And you went, no. He's 18 and she's 14. And then I went, oh, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> no, that's you, not me. Wow. Okay. I was definitely not okay with 14-year-old Brooke Shields uh, getting it on. Okay, well, but, but let's rewind. Introduce this movie. What is it? What year is it? All oh, we're like? about to. It's a 1980 film uh, and it's the same guy who directed Grease. Uh, a year prior, or two years prior, so he had some good luck. And then he did this movie, uh, shot in Fiji. This must have been a passion project for him. It had to have been. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. The cinematography is gorgeous. Nestor, whatever your last name is, good job. Yeah, Nestor, whatever your name is. is I know his name is Nestor. Okay. Maybe he could be like Madonna. He's Nest, Nestor. Nestor the cin- Cinematography cin- by Nestor. Okay. Anyway, very good cinematography, beautiful to watch. What's it about? It's about uh, what I thought in the beginning were uh, a brother and sister team, but no, no, they're cousins, and they are uh, on a ship in Edwardian times, and the ship has a fire, and rather than try to put out the fire, everybody just immediately goes for the lifeboat. Uh, they get separated. They are in one lifeboat with this guy named Patty, who worked on the ship, and that all of their family and everyone else gets put in the second lifeboat. And they get stranded. They end up on this island. Patty takes care of them for the first little bit, and then he goes on a drunken binge and dies. Wow. Th- there you go. You asked me. That's how it goes. I watched it. I'm not. You're not explaining it to me. I know. Well, I assume that if you haven't seen it, that suffices. Yeah, guys. This movie's been around since, what, 1980? Yeah. Because if you haven't watched it, you've just... You've been living on an island. <laughs> you've been missing out, dude, because this is a strange movie. It is a strange movie because they bill it as being all about love, the most natural of love possible. And I'm like, really? Okay. Do you want to hear the weird and strange personal story they have this movie? Are we at that point where you're ready to share it? Sure. All right, Justin. (laughs) Are we at that point? Come out of the Blue Lagoon closet. No, the reason I know about this movie or I've seen this movie several times is my sister. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh had a weird thing with this movie that she loved it. And she was, like, really young when she loved it. I don't know why she watched it when she was that young. But it was really weird. This might be a good time to remind our viewers, or listeners, that Justin is from North Carolina, y'all. What do you say like that for? 
I'm just saying. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. I don't like your tone. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, how old was Kristen when she was into this movie? I don't know. I don't know. But this movie is rated R. It, you think? It is. Because it does have troubling child nudity and... And themes of sexuality. Themes of... what? Well, it's pretty much a coming of age story. It's a coming of age at the ripe old age of 14, apparently. Well, I mean, if... if she gets her period, and it's like, on her hands? It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross. So did you... You see his peen a few times? Are you that grossed out by peen? No, although I did tell you, and we're going to have to read this podcast, R. I, I don't think there's really any way to get around it. I will tell you that when we were watching the movie, I was like, you know... Peen is kind of funny looking. And this is coming from a grown woman. I'm like, Peen is funny looking. Why is looking. that rated R? We can't talk about Peen? Well, we, do you... Well, this, the step down from it is PG-13. Do you want a 13-year-old hearing me talk about funny looking Peen? I think 13-year-olds should know about penis by now. <laughs> <laughs> no, about it, yes. That's what this movie was about. It's teaching kids <laughs> oh, no. how everything happens. I mean, instead of Lord of the Flies, you drop a bunch of, you know male school kids on an island they kill each other drop two cousins yeah cousins that is really weird yeah cousin temptation island welcome to welcome welcome to west virginia island okay now i have a personal story to share oh no oh yeah yeah this is gonna be good gross i want to say it was sixth grade might have been seventh but i'm pretty sure it was sixth grade i didn't have a date to dance so who did i take my cousin not by blood not by blood and not even by marriage because my uncle and his mom had not yet married but we called each other cousins quote-unquote anyway uh-huh. and that was weird enough so like I can't even imagine if that was weird enough taking my not really cousin did did to you, the dance was your dance on an island or something what does this what does this have to do with blue lagoon no I'm I, I'm illustrating a point if that was weird enough for me like mm-hmm. I mean they might be, they might have been on an island for quite a long time, but they must have some sort of semblance of weirdness. And like, hey, it's I mean, kind of weird that we want to like screw each other. I'm not saying it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely weird. So, so what, do you what think they some? realize the weirdness? Because they don't seem to. The actors or the characters? Obviously, I mean the characters. Well, they, I mean, they were dropped off at the island. They were by themselves since they were what? seven or eight years old? She was talking about Chopin before they got on the island. She obviously, you know, had read a couple books. Okay. So she she was automatically supposed to know about everything about the birds and the bees? Okay. I'm not saying she was automatically supposed to know everything about the birds and the bees, especially not in the Edwardian era. But I'm telling you, by seven, I had a pretty good idea that I shouldn't have any impure thoughts about my cousins or if I had them brothers or sisters or anything like that. Well, she was suffering from PTSD. She had that whole fire on the boat thing and then their caretaker went, what, I guess he got drunk and then went he swimming. He just went on a drunken binge and then, and then like, drowned. But the best thing part was that he didn't actually go swimming. He he was like riding on top of the barrel of rum to, to wherever he ended up dying. Well, that's, that's the way to go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I even asked, I was like, is this like a pirate movie? I love that their caretaker's name is Patty Button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good. 
was like, like Benjamin? A, yeah, even as a kid, I, I thought, that sounds like, is this like a cartoon movie? And he's like a... Paddington Bear? Imaginary, yeah. Imaginary Paddington Bear. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Drinking rum and <laughs> telling the kids not to take off their clothes. Okay. I was telling Justin at one point during the movie, I couldn't shut up during this movie, I have to say. And I... As opposed to... Shh! Anyway. I looked over at him at one point, and oh no, I lost my train of thought. See what you did? Oh, what did you do to me? Darn ADD, man. Why did you? No. Well, let's talk about the very shocking. Again, this is, I guess, a coming of age. These kids are learning about the birds and the bees and the ways of life. The hard way. But the first way of life learned in the movie is the girl that goes to like the lagoon and starts bleeding everywhere. Uh, I think it kind of started before that, to be honest with you, because she started kind of looking at him. I remember he was like, why are you always looking at me? I'm looking at your muscles. Why are you looking at me? Stop it. <laughs> that was kind of how That's it what started. Guys do. No, but she was the one that was like menstruating in like the lagoon. She's like, come eat Richard, Richard. I'm leaving. No, and then he comes to, to see what's up and she's like, go away. Stop looking at me. She got embarrassed. Well, that's like girls. Like, come here, go away. Come here, go away. What? Well, and then he got frustrated, so he goes out, and he has to do his thing on the rocks. That was pretty gross, by the way. I was like, oh, we all know what he's doing. So, yeah, the character, the guy character, Chris Frackens, um, yeah, goes, finds her menstruating. She gets mad at him, so he's confused. He's mad. He's frustrated, so he goes out, goes out on the rock, and he <laughs> rubs one out on the rock. That's so gross. While he's looking at the sea, I and guess. And later on, she totally calls him out. She's like, I've seen you playing with it. Oh. Playing with your thing. <laughs> what are they supposed to do? They're two kids. They're and growing the, up. But she threatens to tell. Like She's like, once we get rescued, I'm going to tell your dad. I'm going to tell him you were playing with your thing. Where'd she like, what an asshole. No, I was kind of like, oh, this is not going to go well. Nobody's good. Nobody, you can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what I had lost my train of thought about earlier. Okay, I have a really hard time with movies that... Dispension, the, the suspension of disbelief. Yes, is that it? with suspension of disbelief. Whenever there's a movie that you're supposed to have a suspension of disbelief, unless it's a fantasy... I have a hard time with it. If it's fantasy, I understand. That kind of, you know, goes with the territory. Wizard of Oz, they're okay. That goes with the territory. No, but I have to call off your suspension of disbelief. What? Because it's stupid sometimes. Like, for example, in, in the movie, um, the guy character, he hears drums on the other side of the island. So he goes to investigate. <laughs> and I know where you're going with this. You know, like a movie, he does. They can't show... Him running, you know, the whole time across the <laughs> island. They'll just cut from him running to him reaching his destination. His destination. But Chrissy, no, this doesn't happen. You're watching. Chrissy's like, that. What? That's like a 12 second run. No, <laughs> is that this what is, you said? no. This is how like it went a down. Jewish grandmother. Uh, okay, I was not a bubby. First of all, that was like, like a, a 12 second run. That was from that, New York, all of a sudden, too. That was like a run around the block. No, that's not the other side of the island. That's not what happened. <laughs> He ended up all of a sudden with all these people like chanting and about to do a sacrifice. And I turned to Justin and I was like, I mean, seriously, they've been on this island for a good 10 years, it's assumed. And they just now that's found a, not that, just one, that's a but a group of people that, somewhere on the island. Yeah, that's a different suspension of disbelief. We're no, talking about a whole different. No, I know. I know. But then, but then this is what happened. 
And, and then you were like, well, how do you know it wasn't on the other side of the island? Maybe it's just, you know, really far away. And this whole time they didn't really know. I'm like, he was, he ran to them in like all of 12 seconds. And then once he saw the sacrifice, he ran back to his base camp in one continuous shot, which I counted was 15 seconds. And I'm like, are you kidding me? 15 seconds away. And this whole time you had no idea they were there. You can't even watch any movie with you. You were like, oh, they have, uh, what did you say? Oh, look at their nice teeth. They have really nice teeth. And I was like, well, they're not eating soda pop and sugar and stuff. They're eating fruit and fish. People's teeth still rotted out back in the day. Lucy, uh, the Neanderthal, well, had think, rotted out teeth. That's the thing. I don't any. I don't think At anybody think. wants to watch, you know, like <laughs> a teenage love story with the rotted out teeth. <laughs> and let's talk and about the, how she and, had and no the, leg hair, no arm And hair. the 15-minute long running scenes to the other side of the island. <laughs> no, guys. Seriously, we have to make this real life. So I'm going to run to the island, but you have to share the whole entire thing. No the, editing. What no about cuts. her nails? Her nails were constantly well manicured. I was like, really? Okay, I know they have a pair of scissors, but why does she have short, pretty nails? Where's her Coke nails? Why aren't they really long and gross and like able to do Coke with? See, this is a problem. And it, it is. I can't make these logic leaps. And, and you say it doesn't carry over to fantasy, but I've seen you do stuff in fantasy movies, like other movies like no. that too. Yeah. No, and this is, oh, I think why, this. Why this, are these wait. robots fighting each other? They shouldn't be. Robots don't fight. They get along. What? Like Transformers. Okay, you're totally making that up. But anyway, no, this is what pissed me off more than anything. They constantly had a seemingly fresh supply of clothes available in their size. Like, the worst that the clothes ever got was ever so slightly fashionably tattered at the bottom. But like, I the white it. clothes stayed white. She had a muumuu when she was pregnant. And I'm like, with that muumuu, you, you're like, oh, it was all in that little treasure trust they found. I'm like, they had a pregnancy muumuu. In the trash chest. Gee, I'm glad they had that. I'm glad they had those children's costumes and they were still children and Patty was still around and they wore that little collar and the lace bridal thing. Like, I was like, oh, what do you know? A children's bridal set that just happened to be there. Yeah. On that's, the island. That's the, that's the thing you had a problem with. Mosquito nets. Where did they get the mosquito nets? Where? So you, but you can't have it both ways because you complain about them having all these clothes, but then they take the clothes off and they go swim and you're like... That's unnecessary. That's I didn't a, that's say that was unnecessary. Like, I said I liked the dimples in his ass. A little too much. What are you talking about? I talked about Christopher's ass. So let's get to the core issue of this film. <laughs> Brooke Shields' mom letting her do this movie when she was 14 years um, old. Yeah, let's talk about that, shall we? Is that cool? No, of course it's not cool. How did she sell it? Like, this is... This she was is a, a stage mom. This is a coming of age film. Well, from what I understand... This is from the director of Grease, honey. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna make you look good and when I say good I mean naked well apparently I, there was a double she had like a nudity double sometimes but she didn't have a nudity double all the time I think she only had a nudity double for after she had the baby and they needed you know like little suckling of the teat scenes because Brooke Shields was 14 and understandably didn't have the boobies yet so I think that's when they used a double but when the when the baby um Finally, finally found the nipple. Yes, that's called rooting. 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 Yes. That's weird. What? That babies know how to root? Root? Yeah. Yes. They're rooting around for food. Oh. Well, the baby found it. That's why they do that with your finger, too. If you put their, your finger in their mouth, they're rooting. Okay, so um, we'll talk about our favorite scenes in a minute. Yeah. But overall, what was your, you know, critique of the movie? 
I don't, I was very... The Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon. I was very on the fence about it. There were moments where I could feel myself actually getting into the story and like wondering, are they going to get rescued? Are they going to die? Like, what's going to happen? They were swept up in the story. Periodically. Not the whole time. And then, like I said, whenever they had those stupid little logic leaps, like she'd come out in a brand new outfit that was perfectly white and untattered, I'd be like, and you lost me. Or when he was a total dick and he like threw her out and was like, I made this hot. You go make your own. That doesn't happen in real life? Get out of my house. I'm not saying it does, but they moved on this island when they were like six and seven. Uh-huh. And, but, but, but it's not even that he threw her out that, that really pissed me off. I mean, that was bad enough. But I th- she pissed me off too after that because she had zero survivor s- survival skills on her own. None. And I was like, seriously, you've been on this island 10 years and you have no survival skills. She also knew how to make some clothes. I mean, they didn't have everything, <laughs> in, they didn't have everything in that chest from the water. So, I mean, seriously. So wait, that was why you liked the movie? No, that's like what pissed movie? me off about the movie. Okay, we already talked the, about the suspicion of disbelief thing. Yeah, I know. But that was my biggest thing. That's why you didn't Did they live on bananas, too? I mean, bananas and fish. That was all I ever saw them eat. No, remember they had the fruit scene. Oh, the dead berries? No, not the dead berries. Oh, what? The passion fruit scene. Oh, where he's like, oh, kiss me. <laughs> and she's like, ew, no, I don't want you. And he's like, oh, no, no, kiss me. And she goes, yeah, I'm sticky. And he goes, it's okay, I'll do it anyway. And then he took it and he like shoved it in her face. And she's like, ew, I like it. I mean, ew. Jeez. That one? Are you on Red Bull or something? No. Okay. But that's what happened. You Do you want to do another scene for the movie? Sure. Like right now when she gets stung by the fish that she steps on. And she's like, uh-huh, oh, my foot. And then later on she's like practically dead. And she's like, take me to God. And then like he goes and he takes her to this statue that she's perceiving to be God. And then he prays and he also throws in a little bit of the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> that was great. I love that scene. That was fantastic. Yeah, why is God this weird-looking rock sculpture in the middle of the island? Well, I think it's like it's it's like any sort of primitive culture, you know. And I'm I'm not trying to be controversial, but I think that um, back in the day when we had primitive cultures around, they 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 didn't have a Bible or they didn't have you know a Torah or anything to guide them, so they kind of had to use their world around them and the signals that they thought they were given by, um, you know, the other world. Yeah. So that's what that was. It was the same thing. And we as a modern audience can go, oh, so funny. They think the rock is God. But yeah, that's the thing. So she she steps on this weird fish. You think that she's getting sick. She said that she's dying. Take me to God, which is the rock sculpture thing. He takes her to the rock sculpture thing. <laughs> And he forgot she, his prayers. <laughs> she passes out, but then she wakes up, and he's got her blouse open, and he's like massaging her yes! chest. And, and he's like, "Oh, I was so afraid." And Justin was funny. Justin was like Mr. Science Theater over here. He's like, "I was so afraid. I thought I would molest you." <laughs> no, but he was. He was kind of like molesting her. He was kind of molesting her. It's like, I thought you were gonna die, so I ripped your skirt, your your, sure. your shirt open. And started massaging your boobs, checking for, you know, giving you a mammogram. And then he was like, and I was so scared. On God. I'm doing this all on God as well. Wow. If that isn't blasphemy, I don't know what this is. This happened in the movie. I'm not making this up. Oh, I know. 
I know. I'm not saying you're being blasphemous. (laughs) We're watching it in the background just so we can refresh our memories. And it's the scene where he's trying to pray and failing miserably. And he's like... He's like, enough of this praying. My Lord who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, and for liberty and justice for all. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yep, that's right. You got it. That's what I would say. Nice. Worked out very well for him. Well, it did, obviously. She made it. What did you think of Christopher Atkins? Christopher Atkins was interesting. Um, not the best actor, but easy on the eyes. I didn't like his curly hair. Which curly hair? Ew. Ew. Did you take it there? She was weighing a lot, though. You know what's really funny? You say that, and yet I don't really remember very much of his weighing. I know that it was there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're too busy looking at other places? I really liked his butt. Look at all the wildlife. Oh, he's like, okay, right now he's he's doing the thing where he's like massaging her boobs, like waiting for her to wake up. It's terrible. That's weird. I know. Like if you're, Oh, you're awake. I'm so glad you're alive. If your girlfriend, I guess it wasn't his girlfriend, if your best friend almost dies, don't molest her. <laughs> What's the name of that disorder where you want to have sex with dead people? Necrophilia? Yes. Is that what he was starting to do? He was, Maybe. He, he, was getting the, he was getting the engine warm. <laughs> He's like, okay, is she about to die? Got her shirt off. Got her on the godlike stone sculpture here. So that makes it okay. Yeah. He's not thinking ahead. That's gross. He's thinking of a different head. Oh. <laughs> you liked his curly hair down there. I did not like his curly hair down there. Curly hair down there is gross. <laughs> so. <laughs> it is. Should not be allowed. So. Obviously, they didn't learn about the birds and the bees, and they had this weird fruit-eating scene. They're eating fruit naked together, which is which weird I paraphrased enough, weird enough. And then it just kind of happens. It doesn't but just it do- kind of happen. But it, but it, but it, but they cut away, and then you just assume that it happens. Well, yeah, I even turned to you and I was like, Justin, Justin, what? Did they have sex? And then you were like, Yes. And then I went, <gasps> get her done. Ew. I'm sure that's the point when I was watching, having to watch it with my little sister. And I was like, that's what just is freaking bizarre going on. I don't know how you did that. Huh? Kristen, I hope you listen to this. Cause I have to ask you like, how, how does that happen? If I had a brother or sister, I would not be able to watch this. I think movie it was cause she them. liked Little Mermaid and she <laughs> likes the Island story thing going on. And then she just saw this and she liked this. And I don't know. It was weird. I'm kind of surprised that your that your parents let her watch this, or your dad and Tess. I guess they just didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> they just came in through the wildlife portions. And they were like, well, there's a crab. Well, I mean, if, if this movie is, what, 100 minutes long? Like, 80 minutes of it is wildlife reacting to things going on in the movie. Wildlife reacting to things going on Yeah, like on birds and lizards and, you know, like... Remember when we saw those birds and they, it was like they were covering their eyes during the sex scene? Oh, the parrots? Parrots. That was interesting. They, actually, I thought they were kind of cronies and they were in on it and they'd set them up. Like, ha ha ha. <laughs> Just one planned. <laughs> we set your boat on fire. <laughs> Let's watch them do it. See, look. Wang. Is there Wang right there? Oh, I guess there is. But it's such fleeting Wang. See, here's the thing. They're can, swimming in the ocean. I can yes. understand swimming in the ocean nude. But when you have, when they're swimming in the ocean nude like this, and they're swimming around coral, 
and fish that can make you pass out and get molested. They have and stuff. no knowledge of coral, though. They don't know what coral can do. But he knows do. that his wang is there, and if he, he he could like he could get it hooked on some coral, that could be some nasty. That's some. That's a pretty big peen if you're getting it hooked on some coral as you're swimming near the surface of the water. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty big. So wang. you have so, okay. So just go free willy nilly swimming in the ocean, and you'll be fine. Did they have a choice? They only had one moo and Brooke had to wear it. I had flippers and a snorkel, and I was still scared. I can't imagine being naked and, like... What were you scared of? Huh? What were you scared of? Being washed out to sea. Wow. No, I had a hard time just walking around with flippers on. That was really hard. What does flippers have to do with your wang getting caught on coral? Can I just ask that? Well, because he was just swimming by a bunch of coral, and his wang was just... Like, flipping out in the breeze? Flipping... <laughs> You wouldn't be scared as a female swimming naked? Like, things could just swim right into your... Vajayjay? Vajayjay? I would be more scared of getting diseases, which is why, by the way, I don't swim in rivers. Crabs? I don't swim in any standing water. When we went camping, I did not go in the river or lake because I knew that it was not flowing water, and I was like, and that is how you get an infection. You don't even like the ocean, though. I, it's not that I don't like the ocean. It's cold, and I don't like cold. Remember, I went in the ocean in Hawaii. There you go. Because it was warm. That was fine. So, if you were dropped off on a desert island at mm. age... Seven-ish. How would you survive? How would uh, you fare? Can I ask a question? Okay. Is there a guy with you? Is your cousin with you? No. <laughs> First cousin, second cousin? No, 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 no. Definitely not. All of my cousins who I'm friends with on Atkins. Facebook, if you're listening to this, no, 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 no. Atkins. Is it the beach? Is Leonardo DiCaprio with you? Did what? DiCaprio. You better say it right. Yeah. Um, you know, DiCaprio. He, shush. No, everything would be fine if he were there. Um, that being said, I read a book when I was 11 called The Hatchet. And the Hatchet? Yeah, and it was all about being stranded on... Um, he was on his way to see his dad in Canada, and his plane crashed, and he had to survive, like, on his own, and all he really had was a hatchet. It's a great book, and I learned a lot of things from reading The Hatchet, so I feel like if I were stranded on an island post-hatchet reading, I'd do okay. If I was stranded on an island pre-hatchet reading, not so much. Would you eat fish? I would have to. Okay. It wouldn't, it, it's not out of cruelty or, you know, wanting to... Um, stop factory farming, I'd be killing him fishing, myself. Because he, he had his, like, fishing ritual that he did in this movie. Which could was do, so stupid. Could you do that stuff? She didn't. She sat cross-legged in a little lagoon, waited for them to swim up, and she caught them. Like the smart person in, in the two of their relationship. Is that how you would do it? Yes. Oh, okay. Or I would try, and if I started to starve, I would figure out a second way. How probably... would you pass your day, though? I think you find projects. It's just, it's just like when we discussed uh, Shawshank Redemption. Like, how do you pass your day in jail? You find projects, you know, to keep yourself busy. It would be the same thing on the island. You just find yourself projects. I don't really equate jail to living on a tropical island. No, obviously not. But the same tedium and boredom factor can set in. You're, it's a, it's that just would be a, weird. It's a jail what without bars. What if all the guys from Shawshank Redemption were on, like, a tropical island? <laughs> <laughs> And they were all, like, swimming nude and stuff. Well, I don't, no, I don't want to think of Morgan Freeman's <laughs> wang. Morgan Now you have to think of Morgan Freeman's way. <laughs> what did you do to me? Why Morgan Freeman's way. Oh, can we talk about how Mr. Feeney was their dad <laughs> slash uncle? 
Okay. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. That's one of the things about this movie. You're like watching it and you're like, I know that voice. Yeah, he has such a distinctive voice. Mr. Feeney. Well, that was the thing about... Mr. Feeney was the dad at the beginning of the movie of um, the boy's character, Christopher Atkins. The, Christopher Atkins plays him. But... And then Richard. the girl was his niece. Yes. But when they got separated... First of all, he didn't really... <laughs> He got ushered into another boat, and he really didn't think about the kids at all. No. They're like, what What happened? He Mr. Feeney? <laughs> like, Mr. Feeney, that's not the Mr. Feeney I know. But the best part is He would is go that, down with the ship. Well, I don't know about that, because then later on, this is the really weird thing. It's been 10 years. You would think that after 10 years of never hearing, you know, hide nor hair of what happened to the people on this other lifeboat, that you would presume that they are dead, especially in the Titanic Edwardian era, you know, where you don't exactly have satellite and other things to help you find... <laughs> stranded people or things no no 10 years later he's still ostensibly looking 10 for years them ish if they were six or seven when they got stranded and now okay. yeah but, the, but that's, that's not even the weird thing about it the weird thing about it he came back and he was looking like albert einstein oh he did look like albert einstein mr feeney looked like albert einstein einstein feeney so it's pretty weird he must have been off solving like physics theorems equations and stuff. yeah and it was weird though because i was like Oh, now he's looking for him. It's been ten years. He doesn't presume them dead and is still looking like well, that's maybe like they're a long, here. That had to be a long journey and stuff. He had to like hire people. Like, okay, we have to make this journey again to go back to where we lost my son and niece. And see, ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about them having a kid? Um. Well, the whole cousins thing is kind of weird. I said to you when I figured out that she was pregnant, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what if the baby comes out special?" Yeah, well, you that know, is the thought. Like, hey guys, I'm here. Oh, wow. Is that how he's going to come out? <laughs> yes. He's going to come out feet first like a water slide and then be like, hey. <laughs> he didn't have an umbilical cord. I'm sorry, another logic leap. Where was his umbilical cord? They don't know what an umbilical cord is. They wouldn't know anyway. Yeah, but they, that's They'd be like, what the is point. this? And they'll like, start biting it or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Is not she didn't even know she was having a baby. It was like that show. On the next, I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant until my cousin molested me on this rock. And, and I said, then, hey, my stomach feels funny. Yeah. Feel this. They never talked about, I guess they were never taught about babies. Well, let's face it. This Cause is Because the whole time she was pregnant, they didn't like, oh, we're having a baby together. Well, of course not. She's like, oh, my stomach hurts and it's getting bigger. And he's like... He got mad at her because he didn't. She didn't want to have sex. With and he called her fat. And he called her fat. He's like, "Stop eating! You're getting fat." Oh. But let's think about it this way. All the all the you know lessons this movie's teaching. Right. Our young young children that are watching it for some reason. But this took place in roundabout 1912. I mean, I the average 14 year old girl and 16 17 year old boy. Well, maybe the boy, but the girls definitely didn't know where babies come from, about what a menstrual period was, none of that. They, like, kept them in the dark. I mean, I think as late as our mother's generation, they kind of just waited until it happened, and then when the kids freaked out at 13 or 14, they like, oh, my God, what's happening to me? Then their parents finally had to tell them. Well, that's the thing. Why didn't the, their caretaker, who Patty? first landed on the island, why wasn't he's like, Okay, you're gonna have a menstrual thing, and then you're gonna well, you're gonna want to masturbate, and then ew. you're gonna want to have sex with each other. But your cousin, so you probably shouldn't do it. First of all, I don't think he was a soothsayer and couldn't <laughs> see the future. Secondarily, that would have been cool if he was. <laughs> as we kind of said earlier, Patty Button soothsayer. 
He's like, I see Morgan Freeman's wang in your future. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's wang. Why? No, Lazar, I can hear you. And oh my god, you guys! Morgan Freeman's in Return of the Blue Lagoon. Oh my god, I just figured it out. Do you know who their child grows up to be? Who? Amy Poehler's character on Saturday Night Live in the Rick 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 routine. Is that it? Yes. Oh. Caitlin. Their kid grows up to be Caitlin. Just because that you, you're doing that impression and that's who it sounded like. Rick, 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 Rick. I don't want to be born on an island to my cousin's Rick. <laughs> Rick. Yeah, the baby didn't have two heads. It was, it was a cute baby. Oh my god. And his name is Richard. It totally works out. <gasps> oh, wow. Well, now. They, but that was the thing. They had this baby and all of a sudden they didn't have any clothes for the baby even though they'd been, you know... Dressing up for the past <laughs> for 10 years in all different kinds of garb. They could just wrap up the baby or something? They had to uh, apparently not. Let the baby go around naked? Yeah. They didn't even like put her in a, him in a doily. Well, they were teaching they him plenty how to, of lace. They were teaching him how to swim by just throwing him in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, they were like, here, hold your breath. Whee! Oh. Seriously, that's how it happened. But you know There's what? There's that one scene in the movie where you're like, okay, where's the person that's going to help this baby from drowning? Yes, but if you know... Um, Anything about child development, you know that babies have a natural ability to hold their breath if you put them underwater. You can't put them under log, but like if you just dunk them and bring them up, they hold their breath. Okay, I think that's if you're like in a little mini pool, not if you just throw your infant in, into the ocean. They didn't just throw them into the ocean. She was sitting in that little wade pool where she catches fish. No. Yeah. No, there's like several scenes in this movie where it's just like the score is uplifting and they're swimming <laughs> through the coral and they're naked and all that stuff. They had the baby doing that too. So, you know, it's funny. This movie was made in 1980. I, I have to ask, Justin. Yes. Were you this baby in the Blue Lagoon? Yes. This, this is my life story. <laughs> that was, that's the actual personal story that I was supposed to tell at the beginning. But I thought it was going to ruin it if I said it at the start. This is my life story, guys. This is how I was made. My... You were a very blonde baby. What happened? My mother is Brooke Shields and my father is Chris Fragans. Well, that would explain why you're so tall. No, wait, that's the actors. These characters are my parents. <laughs> so wait, you're Caitlin? <laughs> wait, this was 1912. Why am I so young still? Benjamin Button, Patty Button. Patty Button! Patty Button, Benjamin Button! Morgan Freeman's Wang! Oh no. Oh, it all goes back to Morgan Freeman's Wang. <laughs> it does. It does. Oh. No, this is, yeah, 1980, this is not me. Um, although I did learn lots of weird things from watching this movie when I was a kid. I wonder how this affected Brooke Shields' psyche. I mean, she seems like a... No, wait. She's the one... What, what was her frock she got in with Tom Cruise? Um, oh, about postpartum, postpartum, postpartum depression. Postpartum depression. After she had her first child, she suffered from postpartum. And uh, she wrote a book about it, chronicling it, and she did get professional help, and part uh -huh. of that was antidepressants. You think that's because of the blue thing? No. No? No. I, I think it postpartum happens to a lot of women. She was just smart enough to realize she had a problem and to go get help. And he really got on her about that and was like, you shouldn't take drugs. Da 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 da. Because, you know, it's his decision whether or not you seek out medical it's just a, That's a Scientology <laughs> help. thing. I know. Yeah. I know. It just bothered me. Okay, but then so she apparently was fine after the second. Not child. connected to the Blue Lagoon in any way. No. But, but she, she still resents her mother for letting her do this. Really? From what I understand. I mean, it's like a vacation where you're naked 
most of the time. At 14? Yeah. If we had a kid, would you let our 14-year-old daughter do a movie like this? No. Okay. Because she would get molested on a godstone or whatever that thing was. But the rest of it's okay? Oh, no. Getting pregnant, the whole nine Mis yards. In the, menstruating in the, the lagoon. Pretending thing. to give birth in the bushes. I'm sorry. I'm in touch with my inner 14-year-old, and I can't imagine... Pretending they give birth in a forest at 14. You know what that, that, that scene made me think of when we watched this t tonight? What? Antichrist. I can't discuss Antichrist ever. <laughs> that is a blight upon that, the universe. That, that, that tree in the darkness, that's what it made me think about Antichrist. That scarred our DVD player for life. Yeah, don't watch. Don't ever watch Antichrist. Unless you want to be scared. Not No, scared is not the right word. Because Disturbed. Disturbed isn't even the right word. Suicidal might be closer to the right word. Yeah, you'd much rather want to look at Morgan Freeman's Wang oh, than, yeah. than watch Antichrist. Give me again. Morgan Freeman's Wang any day of the week, 24-7, like parading around making me mix CDs. And what? Hear that, Morgan? Oh. <laughs> I will take that. He's an avid listener after last week's episode. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll take that a million times over one viewing of Antichrist. Okay. I don't even have the words. All right, so what was your favorite scene in The Blue Lagoon? got me thinking about Antichrist now. Why did you do this to me? I knew. I was going to... Man. Off track. I hate you. Yeah. I want a divorce. Should we Should we talk about the ending of this movie? Because it's kind of... Uh, we probably should talk about the ending of this movie. It's spoilerific. So, yeah. Blah, blah. We're going to well, talk about the ending of the movie. Benjamin Button. But it's weird that it happens. Benjamin Button's cousin, Patty, tells them in the beginning that... Yar, you should not eat the berries that you never get to wake up from once you eat them. And he like actually digs. But you can't eat your lucky charms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Patty for God's sake. Your your impression is weird. And he why well, now? And he actually like pries the berries out of young Brooke Shields' mouth when she's you know a tot and like she's like uh, I'm crying because you scared me by putting your big fat fingers in my mouth. And he's yeah, like, those aren't the berries. Don't eat the berries because you never wake up once you eat the berries. And so she... Hunger Bunch had life berries. Yeah, these are like death berries. Death berries. Right. Except they call them like, don't go to sleep, never wake up from sleep berries. That's so, convenient. Yeah. So after that, like, they never have the berries again and they're all wary about them. After they have their kid... They get stranded at sea through a the, really stupid turn of events this and is in Katie's the movie. Berries. Yeah. They just somehow They get, get in a boat and they and they lose an oar because a shark shows up after ten years of not being there and they're like, Oh, what do we do? And I was like, How about they just wait very calmly in the boat, try not to make it move until the shark goes away, and then one of them swims in the water and grabs the oar. So, so what you're saying is that's your least favorite part about the movie is its ending. <laughs> No, but then they drift away, and the baby eats the berries, and they're like, oh no, the baby's gonna die, don't go to sleep. And I'm like, how do they know for sure that these berries are poison? And then you looked at me, and you're like, they don't. Yeah, and then they did the Romeo and Juliet stupid thing of, oh, let's eat the berries as soon as possible so we can die with our baby. Right. Which was dumb. And they all lay down on the bottom of the boat. Feeny finds them, and is Albert, like... Albert, Albert Einstein Feeny. Yeah, Einstein. and he's like, oh, are they dead? And the guy goes, no, sir, they're sleeping. Yeah. Wah, wah. But then in the sequel, they die. They die, apparently. What? What the hell, Feeny? I know. You liar. You said they were sleeping, not about to die. Not only that, that was his second time around. Was that his... Because you remember the first time he came looking for them, he saw them they were on the island, mud. and they were covered in mud with their little baby. And he's... <laughs> he's like, oh. 
that must not be that them. That must not be them. They are covered in mud. My son and niece would never be covered in mud with a baby. <laughs> Especially in this near where we lost them like this. And the fact that chronologically they I'm would not be age appropriate to I, be those people. I'm not, I'm not even going to investigate this. Back to more physics problems. <laughs> that is kind of how that went down. And then he came too. back. Or was it the same time? Maybe they just made a giant circle around the island and then they came back full circle. Maybe he's just Christopher Columbus all of a sudden. He's just like <laughs> traveling the world looking for his kid. He has no time to cut his hair. Nope. That's why it's all Albert Einstein and poofy out and stuff. That would make sense actually. Yeah, but I was kind of, uh, I remember watching it as a kid and thinking, oh, they're not dead. And then the sequel came out like 10 years later, and then they're like, oh, they are dead. And you're like, no! Well, in a way, this is going to sound terrible, but in a way, I'm kind of glad that there was a sequel and that we found out what happened. Because as this movie was ending, I turned to you and I was like, are they going to leave it open-ended? And then I swore really loudly, and I was like, beep! They are going to leave it open and, and why do they do that? I need to have a definitive ending, you guys. I need like an epilogue. How is that not a definitive enough ending? No, they, because they live. You, no, they're asleep. You didn't know for sure. I wanted to see what happened once they got home. How they acclimated to life. Okay, guys. I, no cuts. I want to see him running for 15 minutes across the <laughs> island. And if he gets saved, I want to see everything afterwards. I want this to be like... Forever going on. I want this to be the Truman Show, pretty much. I don't want to see what happens. Well, wait a minute. Let's talk about Shawshank Redemption for a second. It could have ended with just, you know, um, what's-his-face, Susan Sarandon's husband, getting, Tim Robbins, getting out of prison, like, that's the end. He escaped. And that's it. You uh -huh. never find out whether he made it to Mexico, whether he started redoing the boat, whether he started a hotel business, whether Morgan Freeman ever gets out of jail and follows him. But what did they do? They tied it up neatly. They had him come out of jail. They had him follow him to Mexico. They had him find the money that he had hid in the little tin box under the tree. Like, they tied it up. They didn't tie this up. It bothered me. Yeah, but Morgan Freeman was at the end. He was like, hey. Yeah. Look at my wing. Oh, no. <laughs> And I'm back to thinking about Antichrist. So they... Okay, so you wanted to see more of their, their story. I just... I can't You're stand movies. I, I just can't... No, it's it's not just this. I can't... Even if it's the... Speed 2, okay, is not the best movie That's why ever. you like Titanic, because it was like five hours long. Like, thank you for tying everything up. No, I just... I need them to tie it up. I can't stand this open-ended crap. You don't want to think for yourself? Oh, you did not just go there. <laughs> You did not. Is it, isn't what you imagine in your mind better than what they could think of themselves? Well, no, not necessarily. Obviously, in the sequel, they killed them, so <laughs> I want to think of them in a nice place. It's not about not that. Dead well, on the boat. But, the, but you know in your heart of hearts that you're just kind of making it up. You don't know how, like, how it really ends up, and I want to know how it actually ends up, not how I think it ends up. I want to know what really happens. What Th Their happens. love grows cold when they go back. Well, good, because they're cousins, and it was inappropriate. Well, that's all they were doing, was having sex all day. You knew that was going to happen. How did they avoid a second pregnancy, is what I'd like to know. Like, apparently, they kept doing it after that, so I don't understand. How did they avoid a second pregnancy? They could have had another baby and just... Forgot about it? Forgot about it. <laughs> oh, okay. They sacrificed it to the God sculpture thing. Take me to God. Massage my boobies on its statue. So you never answered me what your favorite scene was. Hmm. Um, I kind of enjoyed the whole montage 
when um, she grew up and... What are you doing? You're miming something in the corner and you're distracting me. Oh, sorry. No, what were you miming? No, I was doing nothing. Oh. Hit the montage? Yeah, like once um, she's... She uh, is better after being um, taken to the god statue and they start falling in love. Oh, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that whole little montage. Well, I mean, like I said, what else do they have to do? All right. Fall in love. And they're easy on the eyes. And they're cousins. Oh, cousins, identical cousins. Na, na, na. Well, na, 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 next time we talk to my sister, you can ask her why she watched this movie at such a young age. Kristen, I'm sorry for the awkward conversation that is bound to ensue when this happens. This is like her favorite movie of all time. Oh, God, I hope not. I really hope not. I hope that she's graduated beyond the blue So don't, don't, don't talk bad about it around her. She'll be very insulted. I think she's going to be more insulted that we discussed this oh, on the see, podcast. Whoa. Oh, I know. There's Nip. And she's going to be like, are you serious? You guys talked about how the Blue Lagoon was like my favorite childhood movie on the podcast. Thanks, brother. Thanks, sister-in-law. I think that's how this is going to go. It's, what? It's, it's an innocent movie about teen love on a... Caribbean island. Teen in the, incest in the, love in, on an in the island. Pacific, South Pacific. Teen as uh, Yeah. I mean, again, it was the early 1900s. I guess they didn't frown that much upon stuff. And, okay, this scene. Let's talk about this scene just real quick before we sign off. Oh, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone then since it's your favorite scene? <laughs> no, that's Chrissy's favorite scene. No, definitely not my favorite scene. Definitely um, not. Chrissy's favorite scene in the movie is no. when they, they just had the baby. And the baby's just learned how to Suckle. breastfeed because obviously they didn't know what breastfeeding was. They didn't even know this was a baby. It just came out on the tree one day. And he accused her. He was like, gosh, Emmeline, why'd you have to have a baby? So they start like trying to f feed it fruit. It doesn't want fruit. And no. he just suckles onto, he roots onto the boob. No, no, this is not my favorite scene. Because then what happens after that is he kisses Brooke Shields and then he kisses her stomach. And then you don't see his face anymore. But she's holding the baby while this is happening. Yeah. And you were like... Breastfeeding oh, both of them. Oh, yeah. It's for both of them. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't even talk about this anymore. On the record, I did not say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's for both of them. You totally did. You're a liar. Wow. See, look. They just threw this baby in the ocean. Do you see any kind of adults near them? No, you don't. It's true. The baby's... Just, oh, there's a hand. Yeah, like five minutes later. Look at this baby. This baby is a pretty good swimmer. <laughs> this poor baby. This, you know, this kid's still watching this and be like, why did my mom let them throw me in the ocean like that? Well, apparently a lot of people from Next this movie are wondering why their parents let them do most of it. I know. Oh, Randall Kleiser. Um, so I think we've officially talked longer about the Blue Lagoon than anybody's ever talked about this movie in the history of time. Again, this is, uh, I have a weird past thing with this. And that makes it all the more strange. So, yeah, definitely I, I wouldn't recommend it as a, um... Family movie? Definitely not a family movie. Um, it's a, <laughs> Such uh, good memories. It's like a time capsule of some kind. Weird, weird, weird. Kind. A time capsule of weird? Yeah. Lots of, you know, nudity. Child nudity. Mm. Turtle mm -hmm. nudity. <laughs> Parrot Look nudity. turtle. They're just sticking... Yeah, when you stick a kid that's naked with his little wang on the turtle that's trying to run away... Yeah, that was not okay. Was PETA on set? Because that's kind of weird. Yeah, they should have been. And oh. also, um, Child Protection Services should have been on the set, too. Yeah, like everywhere on the set. 
They would. I don't think this would... For the kid, for Brooke Shields? I don't think this would go down today. I think you that... Think? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know. It, this would definitely not happen today. I don't know what it was about 1980 that made this acceptable, acceptable but it would not be okay right now. Well, that's sad that we can't have our naked, frocking, you know, truck... Sorry, Dakota Fanning. You'll have to wait a few more years. Oh. I know. All right. All right, well, this was fun. Yay. Thanks for that. Thanks for the memories, Justin. Hey, well, now if we we ever get, you know, shipwrecked, we know what to do. Luckily, we're not related by blood. Yeah, luckily we're married, so we can just... (laughs) Yay! Do everything and not feel bad about it. Uh, I hope you know how to cut an umbilical cord, because one will exist in reality. If you almost die, I might bless you, so. <laughs> Not like in this movie. Stop looking at me like that. Morgan Freeman's Wang. Morgan Freeman's <laughs> Wang. Hey, here I am! I'm Brunson Cousins! Enough with that voice.